Last week, Doug made it clear that although he had hoped to be able to balance work, home, and extracurricular activities, the latter of which was taking up far more time than anticipated, had to be cut entirely. Therefore, it pains us to say that we must continue Lost and Rewound without him. It's certainly a huge loss to the program. Since the show must go on, it wouldn't feel right to move on without taking a listen back to some of our favorite Doug-related moments on the show. There are so many to choose from. (laughs) Well, I guess the only thing I can do now is give you this select sampling of what is some of my personal favorites. Enjoy! Oh yeah, the sake of the star, the feast, the star, the tita, yata. The star, the tita, yata, the tita, the star, the tita. Yeah! The star, the kika, follow me. The star, the rika, taco, da 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 da. You stay right to stay the week. Yeah! You got the right to see the star, turn back. I'm very proud of you. I say you are the best. <laughs> oh, that—that's ready to be an anime theme song at any point in time. Around like eighth grade is when you like start hiding your boners and like your waistband. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though. It really is true. You—you you have to conceal your boners constantly. Once you're in a new school, much less uh, you know, at that age. I, I learned about that concept from the show Roseanne because DJ had that problem. And really? then Dan and his friends were talking about it and they were like, I just put a book in front of it. <laughs> and someone else says, well, I, I'm an untucker. And he's like, I used to be an untucker until I discovered books. <laughs> it's, it's, it was a, a good moment. And I was like, yeah, I bet both of those methods would work. And I wish I could remember better where she, like, where she fell in the whole World War II Nazi thing. Um, not that she was a Nazi, but I don't want to misspeak and say that she was. You're going to cut the segment out. Forget it. Um. You heard it here first. Edith Piaf, total Nazi. Oh, you know what? I got a good one. Message in a fucking bottle. Or no, right? Or <laughs> Message in a fucking bottle. Message in a bottle had that a version was... in 1982. Well, then they had a better version later, which was Message in a fucking bottle. <laughs> exactly. You need a better <laughs> audio guy. <laughs> On a field trip to uh, Colonial Williamsburg, during my period of having hair down to roughly, I don't know, my chin or so, I accidentally went in the women's bathroom. Did and, anybody notice? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, a, a lady that was in there looked at me weird, and I, was, I looked at her weird, like, what are you doing in the men's bathroom? And then I went, (laughs) yeah. And then a few minutes later, or probably a few seconds, there was girls from my class in the bathroom and I could hear them talking. And I was like, oh shit, what do I do? (laughs) So I tried, I waited as long as I could until I thought all of them were out of the bathroom. And I was like, all right, I'm going to sneak the fuck out of here. And I came out Mm -hmm. and there was two of them still standing right there looking right, like directly at me. And I was like, I'm sorry, I thought this was the men's bathroom. And then I ran out. And no one said a thing to me, and I was, like, scared the whole rest of the trip that, like, my life was over. And the only uh, at lunch, like, a week later, someone said, oh, I heard you accidentally went in the women's bathroom. That sucks. 
And I was like, I got yeah. away with it. I got <laughs> scot free. And I was the fucking I'm king of the world. Uh, Eddie Murray had put out that song. Eddie Murray like, from the Baltimore Orioles. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> did I say Eddie Murray? Yeah, yeah. you did. I was, yeah, I was thinking, was it Bill Murray? It was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, it was Bill Macy, actually. It was, it was Eddie Macy. <laughs> it was Edward R. Murrow. Yeah. Uh, Doug? Yeah. Why Doug? I don't know. What Doug? Well, oh, you, well, you as a musician uh, in your own... Well, kind of. Hold on, let me... You can't, you can't see me or can't hear make, me rolling my eyes, yeah. so let me just make a... Make, make a pshaw. Roll eye noise. <laughs> okay, and so the, wait, the last two songs were both. Um, hold, pause for one second because I want to just uh, confirm what the firm um, theme, like the title theme, is made, okay. is made by. Give me one second. It's a John Grisham novel, by the way. Not. Oh uh, yeah, Grisham's. Not Michael Crichton. I know. Say, I close, very similar. Crichtons and Grisham's and Clancy's. Oh my. Mm. They wrote lots of lots of books in the '90s, and we made movies out of them. Sure did. We did. We did. We. <laughs> you and I. Three of us in this room got together, made a shit ton of movies. Once we got Robert Downey Jr. into Iron Man, we retired. <laughs> and now we make a humble little podcast. <sighs> we did it backwards. Hey, walk to the door! So I think I actually wrote this down. Did you write it down? Because I took notes when we were discussing. When you... Well, I mean, I, I hope, I and mean, it was only like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> It was Bobby Fischer. Let's try. It was 30 minutes ago when when Jimmy was here. here. And now right. he's not. And it, now we have hey. a dog. And now Doug is here instead of Jimmy. None of that makes sense. You're doing gotta have faith. <laughs> Thinking through it now, there is sort of a there was two sort of distinct casts of Saturday Night Live in the nineties. There was that early Mike Myers, Adam Sandler era, and then the late 90s, early aughts, when you start getting into Will Ferrell and These two circles that you're, that you're drawing with your hands, uh, the middle is Tim Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the ice zone. That's true. It is about, that would be a Kilmerism, for sure. Can we call them Kilmerisms? Are they called Kilmerisms? Or Kilmer... Yeah, I have to go to the doctor for a Kilmerism. <laughs> More than 90s, too, sort of, though, also the birth of the athlete-slash-model-slash-actor, in that whole sort of trend of adding slashes to your job title. Exactly. I, 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 I don't think it really existed before the 90s. I thought Joe right? Namath started it all. Joe Namath had a, had a rap career? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what? My mind just got blown. Well, we all missed out on that, I guess. Except for you, Doug. Yeah. You're dead. I'm <laughs> the only one who knows about it. I also think it's an interesting to note that I did not have a ceiling covered in FHM cutouts of women, Whoa. like wall to wall. And oh, is somebody getting called out? Oh, no, it's actually all over. <laughs> Elon had basically taken apart hundreds of magazines and taped them all over his room. Oh, this so is my I, favorite I, moment I, ever on Lost and Rewound. Yeah, I can't so. believe that. That's amazing. Oh no, there are photos of it. First of all, I, I have to just say off the bat of all the publications you could have mentioned you mentioned one that i have not thought of since i was 17 years old i don't even remember uh-huh. fhm like you, you could have mentioned maxim you could have mentioned maxim. stuff you could have remembered you could have said details rolling stones spin i feel like it fhm the, is better than stuff. I, was gonna, I was gonna say common, wait what the common denominator is that they were all pictures of you know 90s 
actresses and and uh, singers in bikinis. Rachel A. Cook, if you're ever going to listen to this, I just want you to know <laughs> I love you. Still have a thing for Rachel E. Cook? Kind of. She is all that. <laughs> I'll say, trivia factoid, do either of you two know what FHM stands for? For her magazine. For, yeah. No, was, for him magazine. For yeah, for him. him. Yeah, right. I, yeah. Yeah, for her doesn't make any sense. Not it doesn't. For her. <laughs> <laughs> for her. In maybe oh. some form. How the holidays were when you were a kid, like in like how you know what your mind frame was, and were you uh, did you guys do anything special, and did you tend to be more of the giver or the receiver uh, when? Wait, this what time? are we talking about? Well, because it's the holidays, man. Come gifts. on, it's the Christmas oh. episode. If you're a holiday top well. or bottom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Thank you, Doug. It's a good yeah. way to put Thank it. Thank you, Doug. And you really wanted me to record you rapping. And I'd heard you rap and thought, I don't need to be recording that. But you're the most enthusiastic person I know forever. You've never changed from being the most enthusiastic person I know. So it was really hard to tell you no. <laughs> I knew a person who got like a haircut and a chin job and like they went from being a geek to being great. Wait, so. wait, r- r- wait, backtrack. A chin I job? Know. You can get a chin, yeah, you can get implants in your yeah. chin to make, to like was make your a, jawline. Was it a... Uh, enhancement or a, a chinectomy? You know. <laughs> sorry, a chinectomy? Yeah, that should know. be the name of a like an old, like a really obscure. I got town a, I got a chinectomy in Synecdoche. As much as I contribute to this podcast, I have no idea how the magic happens when Doug goes away and makes all of the clips into an actual episode. It's a lot of me and Alon swearing at each other, and me, me being like, "Leave me alone! I'll finish it when I finish it." God damn it! It's pretty it's much a, how the it's magic a, it's happens. It's a contemptuous but uh, otherwise very loving relationship. I like to th- I like to think of it as magic. I yeah. like to th- magic. It's, most, it's magic. 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 should go without saying that after hearing all of that, Doug, we'll definitely miss you. It'll be said probably again, but I'm saying it right here, right now. For more words about this and more, check out our website, bostonrewound.com. <laughs>